In today's podcast, I will share the top five reasons why SharePoint implementations fail. You're listening to the SharePoint Maven podcast with Greg Zelfon, bringing you proven practical tips every week on how to correctly set up and adapt to SharePoint and Microsoft 365. If you have questions, Greg has the answers. And now, here's your host, Greg Zelfon. Hello again, this is Greg from SharePoint Maven, and welcome to episode 109 of the SharePoint Maven podcast. So today I want to discuss a topic that is probably close to many, many people, and that is, what are the reasons for SharePoint implementation failure? Perhaps you worked in a company uh, where they tried to implement SharePoint and uh, things didn't go quite uh, just right. Or maybe you're a project manager and uh, tried to implement SharePoint in the organization and things did not go uh, the way you wanted them to do. Or perhaps maybe uh, you are working in a company right now, right at this uh, very moment, where they are trying to implement SharePoint and uh, Teams and other applications. And once again, uh, the project is not going uh, the way it should or the way you would expect it to. Now, I have actually been on both sides of the aisle, right? Uh, early in my career, I worked for companies where they uh, tried to implement SharePoint. I later, um, you know, project managed uh, lots of uh, SharePoint implementations. Uh, and um, obviously, as a consultant right now, I do assist other organizations implementing SharePoint. So. I've been on both sides of the aisle and I do see uh, a lot of positive as well as negative things uh, happening uh, during those implementations. So what I thought I would do uh, for this particular episode, instead of sharing uh, my opinions, which obviously can be you know personal opinions, uh, I thought I would just share uh, the top five observations, all right, uh, that I, I accumulated over all these years. And these are the top five. Obviously, there are lots of reasons why um, SharePoint projects, SharePoint implementation projects fail, but uh, these are uh, top five uh, that I observe uh, pretty much uh, you know, on every single implementation. All right, so let's start with reason number one. And by the way, they are not in any uh, particular order. Uh, but reason one, uh, number one uh, is the fact that uh, lots of organizations still spend lots of time and money on custom coding development and custom themes. And now that was a thing in the past when we had classic SharePoint and it was not you know, very pretty. And uh, in that case, uh, lots of organizations spent money on trying to make SharePoint not look like SharePoint. But now with modern uh, experience, with modern SharePoint online experience, I honestly don't see a reason for doing so anymore. Modern SharePoint definitely does not look like uh, SharePoint of the past. Uh, it's pretty. Uh, there are lots of capabilities. Yes, there are limitations, but at the same time, it's very, very easy to manage. Uh, you can really spice it up with um, out-of-the-box customizations and themes and you know colors and, and loggers. Uh, and if you're looking for some fancy looking field, you can download a template from Lookbook. Um, so there are lots of opportunities for using SharePoint out of the box. Uh, but yet I see uh, lots of organizations are still uh, kind of trying to deviate from this out of the box experience and uh, you know, acquire 
uh, third-party themes, uh, you know, essentially additional, you know, add-ons pretty much right away. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't do it, uh, all right? There are definitely use cases when uh, this might be appropriate, but in my opinion, um, other factors, which I'm actually going to talk about later uh, today in this episode, uh, you know, training and architecture are far more important than the look and feel. So while, um, you know, those uh, customizations uh, might be worthwhile down the road, they're definitely uh, not worthwhile as kind of the first phase, the first step in the project. And all it does, in all honesty, you know, if you acquire another, you know, third-party theme or you do some custom development, it just makes the project more expensive. Uh, it makes the project you know, projects timeline uh, quite longer. And you also need to make sure that you have appropriate resources on your team to maintain uh, those third party tools or, you know, you should have a developer uh, to, uh, you know, maintain that uh, custom development uh, that you went after. The next reason uh, for failed uh, SharePoint implementations uh, is something I just mentioned, the lack of training. And this is probably one of the biggest reasons for uh, SharePoint uh, implementation project failure uh, is the lack of training uh, for your staff, for the site owners, for your admins. SharePoint and uh, all the related apps for that matter, you know, Teams and OneDrive, et cetera, um, they're definitely a different beast, all right? Uh, using SharePoint and Teams uh, is not like using Dropbox or Google Drive or file shares. You really have to kind of understand what happens behind the scenes. You kind of have to understand the architecture a bit. You need to understand what's going on, uh, you know, what's going to happen when you uh, sync stuff locally to your computer or delete the items and how to restore. Um, so essentially, long story short, uh, your staff needs training. And quite often I see organizations, you know, um, hiring uh, some, uh, you know, contractor or consultant uh, and uh, essentially uh, implementing SharePoint, creating a, a nice looking site or sites, um, you know, adding some widgets and images, everything looks great. Uh, and all the documents are migrated, but then the users have no idea uh, how to uh, use the tool. They have no idea how to properly share stuff internally, externally, how to uh, edit the pages uh, as in such security, et cetera. When I uh, implement uh, SharePoint internet portals or SharePoint document management sites for my clients, the training is actually mandatory. It's included in all of my uh, you know, packages and all of my projects. And the reason for that is because I know that without proper training, I can do the best job I can with uh, you know, setting up the sites and security and metadata. But if uh, my clients, if my users have no idea how to use the tool, the project will fail. So if you are a project manager and you're in charge of SharePoint implementation, make sure that uh, you have uh, SharePoint training for you know, different levels of you know, staff um, added to your project schedule. The next reason, reason number three, is the lack of proper information architecture planning. Before your organization migrates to SharePoint, you should really give it some thought uh, to the information architecture. So things to think about uh, would be items like, you know, how many sites you're going to end up with, what your security model will be. Are you going to rely on Microsoft 365 uh, security groups or Active Directory groups that probably already exist? Another decision you might want to make is whether or not you will allow your users to create private and shared channels and teams. 
which will actually result uh, in the creation of separate sites. Kind of related to this, uh, you should also give it some thought uh, in terms of the OHUB design. Are you going to have one hub or multiple hubs? Finally, uh, are you going to rely on fold architecture just like you did with file shares or are you going to give metadata try? And if so, are you going to set up um, you know, the term store metadata? Are you going to set up content types and so on? Uh, so definitely the lack of proper planning, the lack of proper information uh, architecture design is one of the uh, biggest reasons for uh, SharePoint implementation failure. The next reason, reason number four, is uh, kind of a derivative of reason number three of the lack of proper information architecture. And that is the fact that many organizations, when they migrate to SharePoint, use SharePoint as a file share. And that's a big no-no in SharePoint. As a matter of fact, when uh, I hear uh, people use SharePoint as a file share, I ask them, why did you migrate to SharePoint Online in the first place? Why not stay with file shares, you know, network drives, and why not stay with Dropbox? And what usually happens is that organizations uh, migrate to SharePoint, and in many cases, they migrate the entire network drive or whatever they had in Dropbox to a single site, single SharePoint site, and single document library. And what ends up happening, they exceed in limitations, technical limitations right away. Now, in the past, uh, the limit used to be 5,000 uh, items uh, in a library. Uh, at the moment, it's actually more like 100,000. But nevertheless, uh, when you put lots and lots of documents, all right, lots of files and folders into a single library, that's trouble waiting to happen. You are going to exceed uh, technical limitations of SharePoint, and uh, the informal limit is 100,000. That's where the problems start, not to mention that performance of this library will be poor when you try to find something in there. And especially when users try to sync uh, that library with half a million documents, well, your company's help desk might be a bit overwhelmed. And yes, we do have a few annoying limitations in SharePoint. Uh, that's just how it is. By the way, if you want to learn more about them, I actually recorded uh, episode number 39, where I summarized the top five limitations of SharePoint. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, the limitations do exist, uh, and you need to be aware of them when you migrate to SharePoint. Despite the fact that we have limitations at the library level in terms of number of files and folders, or we have those sync limitations, there should really never be a situation when you dump the entire uh, you know, network drive or the entire Dropbox repository into a single site and a single library. Uh, likewise, uh, the users should never really synchronize, I don't know, uh, half a million or two million documents uh, from a single library uh, to their computer. That's just not uh, realistic, and I, I really don't see a use case for that. And this is kind of related to information architecture I mentioned earlier. In SharePoint, we don't think in terms of folders, we think in terms of sites. The more sites, the better. One sure way to uh, stay away from uh, all those limitations that we have in SharePoint is to create many sites and uh, many document libraries on a given site. And the final reason, reason number five on why many SharePoint implementations fail, uh, is just the bad previous experience with SharePoint. 
So for those of you who were introduced to SharePoint uh, over the last you know, few years, uh, you are definitely in a different camp. Uh, and that is because you probably never heard about classic SharePoint. So SharePoint as an application existed from 2001, so for 21 years now. And you see up until 2017, uh, we had SharePoint that we now call classic SharePoint, but it behaved and uh, looked completely differently from what uh, modern SharePoint looks like. Uh, we didn't have Teams at that point. We didn't have all those modern applications. Uh, it was an application that primarily uh, resided on premises. So you had to uh, install it on your servers, company servers. Uh, and it, you know, it just was a pain to maintain. It was a pain for site owners uh, to understand. It was a pain for uh, administrators to administer. I used to joke that uh, in the past, uh, you really had to have a PhD in SharePoint uh, to understand and maintain it. And on top of that, it was super slow as well uh, and just had all these weird nuances that uh, we no longer have to deal with now. And if you used, uh, you know, those versions of SharePoint, of course, I'm talking about SharePoint on-premises, you know, versions, uh, you know, SharePoint 2010, uh, 2013, 2016, that old SharePoint, uh, that classic SharePoint probably left a bad taste in your mouth. So what is often happening, I see folks, let's say on a client's you know, team that maybe uh, use SharePoint were part of that bad SharePoint experience in the past, in the old company, in the old organization they worked for, and they're just, you know, been all negative and uh, trying to, I guess, save the, the new company uh, from the same experience. And the only way to mitigate this uh, would be to, I think, educate, right? Uh, you know, conduct proper training uh, to those folks, to, to the other folks on the team and reassure them that modern SharePoint is not like anything they've seen before. I personally have been using SharePoint since uh, SharePoint 2007. So uh, I obviously, you know, used uh, both the classic and the modern experience. And uh, I can definitely see where these people are coming from. But I can also say that uh, modern SharePoint is definitely uh, quite a different experience. It's uh, much easier to understand. It's, it's much more intuitive. It's uh, much easier to administer. It's much easier to create sites. It's much easier to manage them. Uh, it's much easier to utilize metadata, for example, or even spice up the look and feel. Um, with old SharePoint, you had to be uh, a designer or hire a developer to maintain the look and feel. With modern SharePoint, you can become a hero just by downloading uh, a nice looking template from Lookbook, for, for example. So long story short, uh, definitely, if that's the situation you encounter within your organization, make sure to properly educate uh, your staff um, uh, about the differences between classic and modern experiences. So this were the top five reasons uh, for SharePoint implementation failures. Um, again, these are the top five that I see from my previous experience, you know, working with SharePoint from my consulting experience. Obviously, there are probably many more reasons uh, for uh, implementation failure. By the way, if you can think of additional reasons that uh, you would like me to know, uh, send me an email. We'll be happy to hear from you, or you can always uh, reach me on social media as well. But for now, thank you very much for listening. As always, happy to see you on my blog, sharepointmaven.com, and talk to you next week. Goodbye. 
You've been listening to the SharePoint Maven podcast with Greg Zelfond. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to the Apple Podcast app, leave a review, and don't forget to subscribe. Thank you.